Hey everyone, welcome to the Single Chronicles. I'm your girl, R.S. Lewis, aka Insomniac Writer. And today we are counting down and looking at the most listened to top episodes of the Single Chronicles. Why? Because it's my 100th episode. Now, I tried to do this last week, but my mic wasn't all the way on. It was a lot of technical difficulties when I went back to edit and post it. But I'm back and I figured, what else, what better way to talk about the Single Chronicles than to talk about you know, the stuff that made this podcast what it was and helped it grow. And plus, I want to introduce it to TikTok. So speaking of TikTok, I'm live. If you guys you just double tap that screen and we'll get to talking about the episodes that you all, well, the listeners, like the most. Um, I meant to say, if you're new here, uh, to my listeners here on Spotify, iHeart or wherever, make sure you favorite the podcast, make sure you like it or save it, bookmark it, whatever you got to do to come back and, and be notified when I do new episodes. And I try to get those episodes up every Monday. I record on Friday, edit, do what I need to do. And then it's up on Monday. You can listen to it and you can listen to all of the episodes, but this is 100th episode. Yay. And I'm hyped. Now, the number, the, I'm going to start with number one, the one that had the most listens, listens, and that was the one where I talked about hyper-independence. And if you don't know what that is, that's basically, you know, a person's need and coping mechanism to stay super busy, like all the time. I can't set proper boundaries, and I can't deal with my trauma in no other way but to keep myself a hella busy. And that was something that was near and dear to me because, when someone told me, a therapist and a friend said, Rose, you know what? You do a lot. You do your podcast, you do your classes, you're doing training, you work a job, you're a mom, you do all of these things. And then it's like, hey, you need to sit your tail down somewhere. And then I was like, you know what? That's what I'm going to do. I'm, I'm going to sit down and I'm, I'm going to and, and relax, but I never did. I just kept doing it. And it wasn't because I was doing these things because I didn't like them and I needed to do them. I actually love doing all the extracurricular stuff that I do. So, you know, when it dawned on me that it wasn't because of this need to help people and do things and yada, 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 it was really me dealing with <laughs> not dealing with some some trauma and I guess that resonated with a lot of people because that is my most listened to and counting. It's still getting listens and and plays. Like it had over a hundred. Like, and that's a lot because this is a small podcast and it's a relatively new podcast. So for it to get as many likes, I mean, and listens and views that it did, it really worked. And that's not including the stuff on YouTube because for like a bit of season, this was aired in season two. But I did some seasons that I posted on YouTube and this wasn't one, but I ended up having a part two to it later that year, later in that next season, season three. But season two, hyper independence, learning to like just deal with shit by staying busy. You know what I mean? And it helped me cope with a lot of childhood traumas that I didn't know I had traumas that I developed over the years from from other people or from myself. And it just it just was like, yeah, I need to cope and I need to deal with my ish 
<laughs> in a better way. But the good news is at least my hyper independence wasn't um and my hyper being busy wasn't me uh doing stupid stuff, I guess. I don't think it makes it better, but at least it kind of helps. Another example of being hyper independent is not knowing when to ask for help. I'm doing all these things. And I think on that episode, the prom example that I used was I had a birthday party and I needed people to help me cook, decorate, um, bring stuff in, set up all these things that I had to do. And a friend of mine was like, Rose, why did you help? Why did you ask, ask for help? And I was like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I just, cause I'm so used to people letting me down. And when you get to the point where you're used to people letting you, you're not used to people being there for you and people, um, um, really just 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 being supportive in a good way then guess what happens you get to the point you're like f them people i'm gonna just do it myself so i grew up not having a stable um environment i don't want to say stable okay i couldn't depend on the people i needed to depend on at my youngest age so my dad was never around big surprise there my mom when she did do stuff for me she kind of made me remember all the time and she used that as a mechanism to get me to do things for her later on and i ended up start i started doing that with other people and then when i realized that it was a thing i'm like that's not what normal people do you don't do good things for people in order and then wait for someone to do something around even though i didn't expect it like she did, what I did was I would sit up there and use that as a, you know, I would feel some type of way if no one was being like me to me. And I'm like, no, that's not how the way the world works. That's not how charity works. So that hyper independence that I had, that not asking for help, that not needing help, that not wanting to to, to just take it, take someone by the hand and say, help me, I, I need this. It comes from, a, uh, from that trauma. And it's usually early on, you know, you don't have anyone to depend on. You don't have any. And when they do help you, they throw the shit in your face. So I just decided. And what made me not, and the crazy thing, therapy didn't actually help me get through that and work on it. I'm still working on it. And therapy didn't help me. What helped me was a friend that was like, all right, I'm going to help you with your party. And I was like, oh, I don't know. And it was like, look, yo, I need to do these charitable, charitable things. Like, stop blocking people blessings. And I was like, dang, I didn't even think of it like that. And it was like, yo, sometimes you not even, it's not that you aren't um going to get let down or, or or whatever sometimes you blocking their blessings maybe god is putting them in a place to do something for you because it makes them feel good or that blessing is going to come back to them but by you blocking their blessings by you, you you're basically not giving them the opportunity to do what they need to do to help and letting them get a blessed like they bless you and then somebody blesses them it's like paying it for it and you stopping that and i was like dang i didn't even know about that oops <laughs> So that was, that's why I feed the kids. See, and you're doing something that you know necessary. That, half them kids might not even do something for you in the long run. They may or may not help you in the long run, but you're getting that blessing from God, from the most high, whatever you choose to believe in, or somebody might pay it forward to you or somebody. And even if they don't, it just feels good to do something for people. And that's how I am. I do love doing things for people. I do love helping people, but, but. You know what I mean? My thing is when I learned that I didn't want that back in return. Well, I didn't want, it's not that I don't want to. It was just that 
I didn't allow people to. So that was the hyper-independence episode. And I really broke that down much better than I did with this synopsis just now. <laughs> but if you want to tune into that, that's season two. I want to say episode, it was probably like, um, it was episode 38. I can't tell you where in the season, what episode that was, but it's episode 38 if you want to look it up anywhere on the site. The next one was how to cope with being single. Now, this was season one. This was one of my early episodes. And I think actually, I'm not even going to lie. This was my first podcast episode. Now, it wasn't the first time the Single Chronicles was created. It was the the Single Chronicles uh, when I transitioned from YouTube to here and doing the podcast. So it really resonated with people, maybe because I was sharing it and I was promoting the hell out of it. But either way, it's the second most, um, with the promotion that I did with this, it still didn't get as much listens as Hyper Independence. But um, How to Cope with Being Single came out, I think it aired uh, January of 2020. So I guess it kind of resonated with people because a lot of people were like, all right, is is Christmas just passed, the holidays is going, how to cope with being single, how to cope with being in, in, in a rela- out of a relationship, especially those who've been in a relationship so much. Thank you for the follow. And when they learned to I, I, what I learned over the years and how it helped, how things helped me cope and how to do finding things that I enjoy, finding things that, you know, made me happy, gave me a, a, a sense of purpose, not just peace, but purpose. That's very important. So it wasn't just the single chronicles and stuff. I, I actually came up with my own business. Love yourself. And that's the t-shirt I'm wearing today, by the way, which also in turn inspired my wellness business because I wanted to not only love myself to the point that I'm, you know, doing good things and fun things to make myself feel good, but I'm loving myself deep down that I'm, I'm putting better things in my body and I'm, I'm, I'm trying to gravitate towards more positive energy away from negative, traumatic, toxic energy. And it's not easy to do that because you know, you're going to get all types of stuff coming to just coming at you all over the place, just like bats, like that scene from Snow White. She's like trying to bat everything off of her. It happens, you know, shit just happens. You can't control that, but you can control how you react to it and what you do after that. So How to Cope with Being Single was one of those episodes where I was still in the midst of doing that, but I was telling people as I was doing that, what's working for me so far? What's working and helping me out? And it helped a lot of people. One of my friends, she was like, girl, I was going through a breakup and I didn't know what to do. And you helped me. And I think maybe part of her inspired that. So, And it was lucky that that episode came about because it was right before the shutdown. (laughs) A lot of people had to really, really, really cope. And eventually, I think I ended up having a mid-COVID YouTube video in relation to the Single Chronicles. So top two episodes were those. Um, the next one was Blowing Up His Phone. Woo <laughs> We all have that. And I guess I can't really say that. I'm not going to say the guys relate or don't relate, but I can say as a female, blowing up a man's phone is, is, is not the most <laughs> wise thing that you can do. Uh, you just can't. And I remember this happening to me because I was so busy thinking that the person that I was talking to at that time was out here doing no good. And he just had a hell of a night. And it, it just we it was just failure to connect. But hi. But because I refused to let myself um I let my thoughts get the best of me and I jumped to conclusions. 
Yeah. So obviously that they didn't lead to future dates. <laughs> I'm glad to say that was like that was old Rose. That was 20s Rose. The Rose that was in her 20s. I don't act like that no more. At least I don't think I do. Um, and it just was a fun episode. It was funny because it was relatable. It was like, okay, this was this was before I started doing dating horror stories back in season. Like I didn't start doing dating horror stories till last season, but this was a dating horror story that I had. This was I jumped to some conclusions, and then I started talking about um, other females that did this. Like, why are you blowing up this dude phone or girl, whatever you dating? Because they not picking up. Chances are, and this doesn't even relate to relationships. It could be related to people that you're related to are cool with and i don't get me wrong i know we live in a time where things is crazy you worry about people but that's just the thing technology has given us has has given us this sense of entitlement because we have we are able to connect to people oops all the time whenever we want so when we don't get that chance to talk to them you're like why didn't you pick up the phone why didn't you text me back i'm like oh my god and then I think about when I was growing up in the 80s and 90s and some parts, I guess, early 2000s before cell phones, it was like, I remember my grandpa, he would go out for the day and he would come through home through the midday, drop off some groceries, check on the house, maybe, you know, grab something to eat, whatever the case might be. And then he'd go back out and he don't come back until like, you know, early evening, six, whatever. And he was, he was retired, but he would do mechanic work. He would do his hack thing, giving people rides and stuff just before Uber. And he was, cause retirement just wasn't for him. He, he was like, he was like Brett Favre. He was like, you know, before Brett Favre became problematic back when he just would not retire from the NFL. You know, he was like, Hey, I'm gonna go to the Jets. I'm gonna go to the Jets. I left Green Bay. Then I'm coming back. Then he was like, "All right, I'm retiring." Hey, I'm back again. So that's my grandpa. And I guess that's just that generation. Uh, the people are guys from the South. I don't know, but he just didn't sit down for nothing, you know. And that's fine, you know. Him, him, and my grandma had good times together, but that was them. So anyway, I thought about that, and I'm like, "Yo, today, people today would not be able to deal with that." They would not be able to deal with the fact that somebody is not accessible to them 24-7. And I, I talked about it. So another one that I did was kind of tied, actually, with that one uh, was to date or not to date other single parents. And that was actually a question that I got from somebody. And I was like, all right. <laughs> okay i'm gonna answer this question because somebody was like would you basically would you date um would you would you date someone that's a single parent and i was like it would depend it really depends because personally my child is grown like i don't have to wait for babysitters i don't have to uh you know what I mean? I don't have to get a babysitter. I don't have to wait for, you know, if something happens. Like, I just, I'm not tied down to having to give my time to a young person all the time. Don't get me wrong. My kid called me. What's up, baby? You need me? So I don't need that anymore. I don't have to, I guess I want to pick, pack my bags and get a stamp on my passport. Well, I got to renew it first. Um, If I want to jump in my car and drive to California, guess what? I could. I'm not saying financially I'm going to do that. That's smart. But if I want to, I can. I can just pick up and go. And that's not, it doesn't have to be anything that drastic. It could be, all right, I want to go to the movies real quick. 
That's why I feed kids so I just don't be at home. Exactly. But that goes into um, another episode that I had that didn't make this cut, but it was one of my favorite ones. Actually, to quote being single, when you find things that you want to do as a single person that you love doing, like, Anthony, you said you feed the kids. You're giving yourself some purpose, and you're doing something generous, so it, it makes you feel good inside. So that's another great thing. All of these things that you're doing helps the time pass it helps gives you purpose peace and it's and it, it, it's fun some you know kids is funny so you know just interacting with them having them tell you jokes or smile it just make you feel good on the inside and you know what i mean that's you doing something that keeps you busy but you know as far as dating someone that has a little kid no i'm sorry i just can't like the last person that tried to talk to me had a little kid i was like nah and I don't know what the situation is with the other parent. No, nah, I'm good. I'm not trying to be mean, but that's just the way it is. And that's just me being honest. So I I stepped away. And people were like, oh, you stupid. Why would you do that? Because because I'm not dealing with um, the fucktivity of, like, the last person I dated that had kids, I had to deal with drama, couldn't pick at like I remember we were on our way to the beach. I said, all right, let's stop at like Walmart or wherever. We stopping at so let's get some snacks. Cause it's the beach. You need snacks. Got a call. Oh, I need a babysitter. I'm going out tonight. So I was like, but you already had plans. He was like, yeah, but I don't want to hear her mom. Blah, blah, blah. You know what? That should have been my my cue to get the fuck out of Dodge Gym. But no, I was like, oh, you know what? It's okay. We watch the kids. I was like, you can watch the kids. I'm going to the beach. And he was like, you just going to leave? Yup. <laughs> what about the kids? No, this was a grown-up thing. I wasn't taking the kids. This was a F them kids thing. No, I'm going to the beach. You can watch them kids. I'm taking my ass. I ain't got time. F them kids today. My kid wasn't home. My kid was in Maryland. Oops. My kid was in Maryland. You think I'm going to waste a baby-free day? Even though she wasn't a baby, she was like, in her early te tweens or whatever. You think I'm going to waste a day like that? And I'm my kid ain't here and I'm going to be around somebody else's crumb snatchers? Nope. You call me selfish as you want. I don't care. Guess what? This is me. This is my I don't care face. This is my I don't care face. And I did not care. He was mad. And he was like, but the kids go to the beach. You take them. You take them to the beach then. Don't take them to the beach. I'm going. Matter of fact, I wish at the time I went to a new beach because then it would have been easy to say yeah. But I was like, nope, no, no, you ain't, your car ain't running anyway. So guess what? You ain't going with me. He's like, that's messed up. Yup. So anyway, the next, <laughs> when I look back, I always think, damn, that was fucked up. Oh, well, sucks to suck. <laughs> Careful who you had kids by, because that shit will bite you in the ass for the rest of your life. So the next episode that had the most, um, because I think that was what, season, was that season one? Yeah, that was season one. That was like season one, and that was ep that was the actual first episode. How to Cope Being Single was episode two. I'm sorry, I'll go back to that. So the next one that um, was the most listened to, uh, I had about 150 plays, which isn't bad. Like I said, this is a very relatively new podcast, and I don't really promote it that much. This is just my audio diary, I would say. But anyway, the next one was episode 68. This was episode season two. And it was, do you feed negativity or do you feed positivity? And that's very important for people because a lot of people don't realize that they do one or the other. They think they're positive, but you're actually feeding a lot of positivity. And I mean, not negativity, like gossip, um, 
you know what I mean? Just, just, just drama, you know what I mean? And do you gravitate towards that? Do you, you know what I mean? Like how much of our lives are engulfed in drama and gossip? And we don't know that, 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 that negativity, that, 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 uh, that, that, what is it? The oxytocin that you get is some, you know, a neurotransmitter that you get from dealing with positive, happy people that's doing, and I'm not saying happy, you got to be smiles and stuff, but positive people, people that are on the up and up or people that just want to talk about shit all the time. Like then you bring, and then it's like, okay, you're friends with people like that. Then you become a person like that. Then you date someone, the relationship ends, you don't know why. Then you take that into a new relationship. So that was like basically what, and this was a bonus episode, I think, because it was like towards the end. This is when I had like 60, this was episode 60 or some crazy mess. But regardless of such, I started talking about that because I was like, how can I love myself and tell other people to love themselves if I'm listening to cattiness all day? I never liked it anyway, but it was just like a question and I asked myself, excuse me, ooh, um, it was like, wow, I need to really, really pick my friends and family members and people that I want to gravitate towards. And sometimes you'll be stuck. You feel like you're stuck around those people, but you can surface love people just because somebody you don't want to be around a person doesn't mean you got to be mean and nasty. I'm sorry. Your energies ain't matching mine. Deuces. So that was, you know, do you feed it, you know, and, and just, I was just really tired. I think that was at a time. And this was like, uh, I think this was like the beginning of last year. I realized that all this dirt and drama, somebody was digging my name through the dirt, a relative, no less. And it was like, yo, damn, why are you just, damn, what I do to you? Did I run over your cat? So all of that, it was like, I found out back in 2020 that my name, people was just digging my name in the dirt. It's like, yo, if you don't like me, don't hang with me. Don't try to be my friend. Don't try to follow me on social media. Keep it pushing. So you know, you feed negativity or you feed positivity. And that's, I think that's what inspired that. Um, I'm going to skip ahead to digmatize. Wow. <laughs> do this is for the ladies. Do you do stupid stuff for, for good sex? And I guess it can relate to like the guys. This was another one from season two. And, you know, the dumb stuff that people do. The dumb stuff ladies do. We we setting cars on fire. We 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 slashing tires. You know what I mean? Yeah. But not just that toxic part. But you know how many times we tell ourselves, "Oh my God, the person is so toxic, but the sex is so good." That's stigmatized. I didn't find a good word for like, for, you know, for the vajayj, vajaytize, vegetize. But it was for the ladies because I was there. I was that person. I had, you know, I was, no matter how bad this person was for my mental health and possibly physical health, I kept going back. They was just good. But they were just a terrible person. Not to put all my business out there, but that's what I do in the same Chronicles. I don't hold nothing back. I keep it 100. These other podcasts, they just get popular for talking stupid shit. And people just be gobbling it up. I just be sitting there like, Bro, you need a therapist or sis. Um, another one was season one. After that, uh, breakups—they suck, but it's not the end of the world. This was a fave of mine. 
um, because it was one of those episodes where um, I was like, hey, hey, okay, you know, I'm going through a breakup. It's not the end of the world. Like, I have a friend that's going through that, and I sent her that link to that episode. Now, I was, I'm not going to lie, I came off very condescending in this episode. And if you ever go back and listen to it from season one, that was not my intent. The only reason why I kind of came off that was because I had been through it. So I was relating to uh, how things were. Like, I was just basically on some, you can get out of this. Snap yourself out of it. I was kind of an asshole, I guess, but I wasn't trying to be. So, yeah, that was one of the ones you guys like. Apparently, not everybody felt that way because it, it got it's up in the top 10. All right. Um, stop chasing folks and forcing. Now, this was also season two, and I think this was inspired. Uh, I did this episode a couple, I don't know. I want to say back in early in 21, 2021. So yeah, 2021, I did this episode about you shouldn't be chasing folks. And I got inspired by Wallow267. Wallow267 is a popular person. Um, I asked him and uh, Gilly, you know, he's related to him. I actually, they actually grew up literally around the corner from me. And, um, you know, we all came from the same area. Uh, area of EA all day, but you know, I decided to take a path, a different path. But anyway, he had this heartfelt moment with his then girlfriend, or they were in the process. They had different paths. They were breaking up, they were splitting up and it wasn't this bad. It was this amicable, you know, breakup that they had and everything was fine, cool, hunky dory. Um, but they knew that their paths were different. They knew that they were going on in some ways. And that didn't mean that they didn't love each other. They didn't fall out of love each other. They were just okay moving on. And that's what, I think that's what make those, makes breakups kind of turn ugly at some point. Because one, somebody knows that the end is, is inevitable. It's near, it's coming. But we love that person. And more importantly, we love the idea of being with that person so much more that it's actually harming them and harming us. And we don't even think about it. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to leave you alone. You do you. I do me. We go our separate ways and we just find a different way. You know what I mean? We just be friends. We just be cool. There's nothing wrong with that. I think people are so afraid of being alone that they'd rather be with somebody in a relationship, no matter how unhappy that relationship is, no matter how what direction that relationship is going. It's better to, 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 to be with someone than to be happy. And I think he handled that so well. And he's, he didn't try to force it and say, well, maybe this. And, 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 and another point I think that we, I made on that, that particular episode was that he was like, I don't want to hurt you by keeping you where you don't want to be and vice versa. And I was like, damn, that's smart. That, that makes a lot of sense. So I wish people would do that. I wish people would be, you know, stop, just not forcing any forcing anything, and then you get to the point. I can't fucking stand you. I should have left you a long time ago. Blah, 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 blah. And then you res- then you spend the rest of your life breeding this resentment. And who's to say that staying with that person doesn't allow you to follow your dream? Who knows where your path is taking you? But you stuck with staying with this person. So now because you're staying with this person because of whatever you feel some obligation. You don't, you don't miss the train to your success or to your purpose. So sometimes it's not worth it. 
Um, one of the next couple of exes, was it the next two, were actually um, episodes from season three. So the season that we just wrapped up, um, I've, one was recorded in, uh, actually, I'm going to go, I must confess. And I did this one like the December. And I talked about some stupid shit I did over the summer. Um, I trauma bonded with someone. I knew that they had issues and I'm trying to be fix it fucking Felix as I normally have been in my life. And I'm like, and then like on top of that, they kind of like ghosted me. And I was like, did I just get ghosted? <laughs> and I knew that it wasn't going anywhere, but me and I'm literally talked about this shit. And I was like, yeah, I got to put myself in the accountability corner. And I had to confess. And that's what I did. I must confess. I did something fucking stupid. And I knew I did something. I knew I was doing something stupid when I was doing it. But I had accountability to know that I knew better. Now, why I didn't listen, I don't know. But anyway, that was that was up there. So I was like, okay, that was number nine. Um, number 10 uh, was, is it okay to date my ex's cousin? This was a confession. Now, season three, I got a lot of, I was telling people to DM me, send me messages, yada, yada, yada. And um, so I would just be like, okay, send me a um, DM or a text or an email or whatever. Someone sent that one and sent me a question about like, is it okay to date my ex's cousin? And then I saw, I started watching Bel Air and then that is, so I was like, you know what? The universe is trying to tell me to talk about it. And then I started thinking about the Bel Air, you know, the, the, the spinoff reboot, whatever, um, based off of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air and it's more serious, more dramatized and uh, Carlton and Lisa was dating and then they split up because, you know, he had the issues. He was snorting the stuff. He was out here tripping and Will came from Philly like he does, like the story says, and he started dating Phil and Lisa, which we knew was going to happen because it happened on the, on the, on the original show. And, but I was like, if that happened in real life, is that cool? Not cool? And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I don't owe any obligation to you. Like if that's my forever person, my bae, yeah, fine. Even though this season, no spoilers, I'm going to shut up because I don't want to give y'all no spoilers. So if y'all haven't watched any episodes of season two, I'm going to shut up. I'm going to leave it there. Still, I think that if that's your forever person, you owe it to yourself. Plus, they was in high school. Whatever. So those are my top 10 episodes. Uh, I did have an honorable mention, which was season two, the dating horror stories. I'll probably t- I'm gonna bring some because that was my honorable mention. I think I'm a I'm gonna do a dating horror story not next week but the following week. So yeah, that, that those are the top ten episodes that y'all listened to that y'all liked that had the most plays. <sighs> Episode one hundred. Can you believe it? couple of years um and i'm gonna give you a little bit of history probably should did this first the single chronicles got inspired in the fall fall summer of 2017 i just broke up with my ex obviously they were ex and we split apart they cheated the relationship shouldn't have been as long as it did but anyway i left I I was angry i was hurt i was pissed i went through the relationship shit eating and da, 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 da. then i was like I'm not going to do this to myself. Why am I? They don't care. They they not out here missing meals and overeating other meals. They not out here struggling. 
mentally and emotionally, I'm going to get my shit together. So I started doing this. I started posting memes on Instagram on my stories. And then eventually I was like, I started posting little videos and stuff. And this was before I had the hater, whoever the hater is on Instagram to keep reporting everything. I fucking, everything, they report stuff that don't even get reported. Like, I'm sure they do. That don't get taken down or flagged. So anyway, um, eventually I started posting videos on YouTube and they had a video with the meme and all that other stuff. And then I stopped doing that because it got tedious because I started trying to do more stuff editing tech wise. So then I was like, all right, I'm going to do the podcast. I'm going to do a podcast because I wanted to talk more serious because the, the the show, the thing on YouTube was more satire than anything. And I wanted to do something more serious. And I thought the podcast would be the way to go. And that's what I did with this podcast. So thank y'all so, so, so much for not only tuning in with me tonight, but tuning in to the Single Chronicles, supporting me, supporting my business, supporting everything, excuse me. That's my stomach and the burping. I'm, oh, God, I got to try to edit that out. Thank you so much for just, just supporting me. You know what I mean? You don't have to be here. Thank you, Anthony. You've been on this live. I appreciate you. Thank you for the likes and everything else. Everything that is being said and, and, and done, when you share it, when you tell other people about it, when you buy the merch, whatever, like even... The, the, the free support. Support doesn't always have to be monetary. Just listening, sharing, uh, repost, going on a post that I make on here or Instagram and just, I don't know, commenting, whatever. Those things, interactions or, or whatever you want to call them, those help. That's still support. And I appreciate it. I learned so much about you. Thank you. I learned a lot about myself through this podcast. Therapy too. But I learned a lot. And then I learned that I wasn't as cynical. Um, there was a time where I came off as somebody was like, you hate men. No, I don't. But then I had to, but they didn't realize I was, I was healing and I called men out on shit. And then it was time to call the females out on shit. And I, that's, yo, that's when I noticed I started getting flagged. What? Damn it. I never put that to it. When I started talking about the shit these females do, after I started talking about the stuff the men do, that's when I got a flag. That's when community violations hit me every damn day. I got so many, and this was all like, I think, yeah, 2022. Crazy. Anyway, people don't want to heal. They don't want to be accountable. They don't want to reflect. They want to deflect. And that's, that. hey, I can't, I can't help it. But anyway, I'm going to, I said I was going to do a promo for those of you tuning in right now, uh, the promo is live, but I haven't launched it. It's live where you can be used, but I haven't advertised it. Use Flash 25. Flash 25, save 25%. My entire merch store, that means love yourself. Wellness, I had to move the mic out of the way. Or, or Fucktivity, Twerk merch for the ladies that want that. Whoever wants that, the, the, the Flash 25, all one word, F-L-A-S-H-2-5. Save $25, 25, 25%, save 25%. Who don't want to save money? And I got some cool merch and I just added some stuff too. Um, also cool tidbit. Um, even though Gal Gadot is no longer going to play Wonder Woman, my daughter sketched Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman from 1984. Say what you will about the movie. She, I was proud of her because she sketched this shit on her iPad in the dark while we were watching it, no less. And I was like, go girl. So that was that. 
But anyway, I'm going to get out of the studio. I'm done for tonight. Uh, I'm not going to do a writer's reflection or a, a other, any other promo. I don't have a business to spotlight. I do have a business. I'm going to spotlight them next week. But I want to thank y'all for a hundred episodes. Yo, I'm just like, I don't know where the button to make noise is, but <sighs> thank you. That's all I can say is thank you. Thank you. I haven't gotten tired of doing this. Um, I'm still doing this and I'm happy to do this. If you want topics that you want to talk about, send them to me. If you got confessions that you want to confess and you want my take on it, send it to me. I'm still doing that. I'm still doing dating horror stories. <laughs> Someone gave me one and it was a doozy. I'm, I'm, I got to check with, with my legal friend and make sure I can talk about it. <laughs> Because I don't want to incriminate me or myself. So, yeah. Um, but anyway, I'm out of here. I'm going to get off this live. I want to thank y'all for the likes and the gifts. We got all, we got over 2,000 likes. Thank you. Appreciate you. Love that. Thank you. Um, yeah, I'm going to definitely get out of here. I'm getting some margaritas and some tacos. I'm going to enjoy my Friday evening. And, yeah, because it's Friday when I'm recording it, Monday when people are going to listen to this. If you want to check this out and other episodes of the Single Chronicles podcast, go wherever you stream podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple, Google, you name it, I'm there. So until next time, guys, take care, be awesome, be you, but above all else, love yourself. I am sad and so